Welcome to Basecamp, an Ethnos 360 MK Care podcast. I'm Steve Swope, and I'm here with Pete Ammerman, and we're your hosts for this podcast. We're part of the MK Care team for Ethnos 360, and our team exists to assist our MKs and their families by providing care and resources to help them thrive in the transitions that come hand in hand with ministry life. At the end of today's podcast, we'll give you information on how you can connect with us. We're glad you're joining us today. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome to this episode. Periodically, we will have episodes that focus on just sharing resources, highlighting resources available to our MKs and to our parents. And today is no exception. Today, we're talking about the ERC and what they can do to support our families with Ethnos 360. So John, John Kerstetter, thanks for joining us. How you doing? Real good. Good to be here. Awesome. We were just there in Missouri, where John is uh, for a summit, an MK summit for Ethnos 360, an annual event we do where we just come together with all the teams that play a role with MKs in our organization. So it was really good to see you, John, and really good to have you on the podcast. So, you know, most people actually may not realize that we aren't one team, actually, the MK Care Team and the ERC, the Education Resource Center, we're actually two separate teams, but we work really closely together. And uh, at one point in history, we were we were established as one team, but for many reasons, we are separate, but we work very closely. So, John, thanks for coming on, and we're looking forward to sharing what you guys do. Yeah, um, re- part of the reason why we separated was so that we could focus more on our specific roles and, and not be hampered. That may sound strange that we're separate, but it was mainly to do our roles with excellence and to be able to focus more clearly on what we were doing. Absolutely. Let's uh, dig into this. John, could you give us just a little brief background on yourself and your family? Sure. I grew up in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. I'm a city kid and my lovely wife grew up in a rural area in Canada. So she's a a country girl. And um, we got married and went down to Brazil in 91, where we served uh, for about 20 years. Our first seven years was working with the Kaninkachi tribe in Northeast Brazil. And then um, due to health reasons, we moved down to the school for missionary children in Vianópolis, Brazil, and that's where we served for about 13 years. And um, we did a variety of things there from teaching classes to helping with school administration and even administrating uh, the school network of computers. Then we uh, left uh, the field when the school closed in 2011 and came back here to our home area in Missouri. Lake of the Ozarks is home for us, got family close by. And we we wanted to locate in one spot and not be moving around for the sake of our youngest child who was a a sophomore at the time in high school. And we wanted him to have a, a fairly easy transition back to the States and not be hopping around a lot. So we've been here for the past 10 years now, since uh, 2012 and just preparing and equipping families here at the Ethnos 360 training and then helping families overseas and on home assignment even. 
John, you mentioned you, when you came back, you wanted a place for your son to be able to just kind of settle in after returning to the field. But how did you end up specifically in the role of the ERC director? Now, that's a good question. I was working closely under the, the director at the time. And um, due to one reason or another, he and his wife uh, left uh, the mission. And um, I assumed his responsibilities when he left. And looking back, I think it was just God's timing and placement with Melanie and I's passion for equipping children, equipping families. Our heartbeat is to equip families so that they are best prepared to be successful for the long term in serving the Lord overseas. Very good. John, why is there a need for educational support for missionary kids? Our families need help and support for educating their children. A, a lot of people come into the training or the Lord's prompted them to serve as missionaries overseas, but they're not thinking about their children, the needs of their children. And some people are not comfortable homeschooling their children. And uh, so that's where we draw alongside and equip them to find the resources they need so they can properly educate their children. Can you tell us a little bit more about the ERC, what your roles are as a team and how you are able to help our missionaries? Okay, overall, our purpose as a department is to provide information, resources, services, and training related to education while ministering in cross-cultural settings for missionaries who are in training overseas and on home assignment. And that, that purpose statement, the main thing is we are offering people the resources and information they need so that they can be successful no matter where they are, no matter if they're in training here on campus, no matter if they're overseas, or even on home assignment here in the States. We've got many people working for us. We have my wife and I. My wife works with the finances, and I oversee the department and making sure we run smoothly equipping each uh, person so that they can be successful in what they're doing. We have Heather Garten that focuses on uh, the younger children that are preschool age and, and lower and just equipping families to best help their children in transitions. And then uh, Jennifer Fluitt is the person that's best equipped to answer your homeschool curriculum questions. And she is very good at discerning which homeschool curriculum would best fit for each family and giving advice that way. And then we also have uh, Trudy Kempton and Kathy Borio. They help with those families that might be struggling with educational issues. So say if a, a child's falling behind, they're there to help discern, okay, why is this child falling behind and what can we do to help that child compensate and no matter what environment they may be in. And then last of all, we have Elaine Stith working with us, and she heads up our tutor network. So, John, when we are talking about our families and our MKs, what does it look like for our families? What does it look like for an MK on the field? What's the dynamics look like? 
Yeah, it is amazing what's going on overseas. Um, schooling options are just exploding right now with the advent of the internet and capacity to, to learn online, depending on a, a family's access to the internet, the possibilities are just exploding. And so you, you've got homeschooling and all its varieties and then uh, traditional schools and then all the hybrids in between. So that's basically what it looks like. Just this year alone, we've got 40% of our students in a traditional school setting. And then for homeschooling, we've got 60% of our all of our students overseas, 227 students. And then in our partner schools, that's a school that's associated with Ethnos 360 USA. And we have three of them currently. One's in Papua New Guinea, Numenoy Christian Academy. And then in Mexico, we have Colegio Benamia. And then last of all, in West Brazil, we have Estancia Internacional Puriquicuara. And then another option would be the multi-mission schools, which are popular in Africa and Asia Pacific. We also have 12 students that are currently boarding. And that's usually happening in high school. It's not for the younger children. And that's about 3% of all of our students overseas. Another option is our national schools that are available, whether it's a, a public or a Christian school. Some families are using national school options. And, and part of the advantage with that is allowing the child to connect with peers their own age in that country. And so that they can learn the culture and the language of the country where their families live in. So, John, we see our missionaries and our missionary kids are in a variety of settings and options available to them. If a family is working through what education is best for their family, their situation, how do you guys come alongside them to help them determine what's the best way to educate their children? Okay, we mainly come alongside our families through pre-field training. We offer a class called Families in Education that's uh, 16 hours long. We use that time to prepare the families for what it's going to look like to raise their children and uh, educate their children overseas. Uh, this past January, we had the tremendous privilege of teaching alongside Pete. Pete came in, and he was also able to just address the, the transitions involved in the missionary child's life and um, just helping them see the, the importance of understanding uh, the, their child's perspective so they can best draw alongside and encourage and help them as they're facing so many issues that might be foreign to their growing up experience. We also offer a homeschool workshop. This is something that Jennifer runs, and that's just equipping families. And this is mainly uh, families that maybe have never taught uh, their children before, never uh, experienced homeschooling. And then there, there are some families that just have questions what curriculum would be best for them. And that workshop really addresses those needs. 
Well, in fact, Bree and I, uh, we are moving into homeschooling ourselves, and we were able to meet with Jennifer last week, and what a help she was to help us work through the curriculums available to us, and we were actually there at the ERC building there in Missouri, and where you have all of the curriculums there in person, we were able to thumb through and look, and she was able to help point us in the right direction of which one fit our dynamics and styles the best, so we're really grateful for your team already, so thank you. Yeah, glad you had that opportunity, Pete. It's pretty amazing when you're here in person and just seeing all those curriculums lined up. We contacted many different curriculum providers. It's just amazing. A lot of uh, people just donated those items so that we could help our missionary families and just be able to see and, and notice the differences of the different curriculum. We also have a short seminar called MK Awareness that Heather Garten teaches, and she uses this as an evening to connect with our families and equip them to talk to their children about what's it going to be like to, to move overseas and live overseas. Think about all the sights, sounds, smells, different languages, and uh, just equipping those families to know the right questions to ask. Maybe it's uh, using a, a storybook that they could read together. Maybe it's uh, questions or an activity, uh, coloring or something. And equipping, and what she does is equip those parents to be able to draw their children out and see what they're thinking and help them to transition well into another country. Another program that we offer is the Education Consultant Training. This is over 100 hours of training, and it includes topics on homeschooling, learning development, educational transitions, and assessments. Our goal is to have an education consultant on every field, and our desire is that that education consultant would be the first ones to connect with families. They're familiar with the culture. They're familiar with the language the special situation that different families might be going through. And, and so they're going to be the best person to draw alongside and help those families with specific educational questions that they have. Well, and for us, it's it's really important. And we, we connect with those consultants um, often. And in fact, just this last week, while we had this MK Summit together, we were able to bring in a lot of those consultants and and get updates on how things are going on each of these fields when it comes to MK care and education. So really cool and really love that you guys are equipping people at that level. What about on field? What about when families finish their training and they're now serving on a field? Are you able to continue connecting with those families beyond that stage? We do connect with uh, families on the field, but Usually when they're connecting with us, we redirect them to the education consultant on the field, if they have one. If they don't, we're all for them and um, we're jumping in and helping them. But that education consultant, we're equipping them, connecting with them, and helping them to help their families. We offer, um, well, we talked about all the homeschool materials that we offer. We also offer a Facebook page to help those families that might be looking for curricula that they're lacking or just one workbook 
And uh, so this Facebook page is kind of like a marketplace where people can exchange books and curricula that uh, a family might need. We also offer on the Members Hub different resources on graduation, scholarships, uh, how to homeschool, and uh, things related to education that would uh, equip our families. So as we're connecting with families and they're not sure where to turn to for advice or for information, we can direct them to the Members Hub. We also offer some diagnostic tools. Uh, Let's Go Learn is a standardized test that just focuses on English and math, and it helps the, the education consultant, helps the family to measure their students' progress to make sure their child is continuing to learn and progress in school and move forward. It would identify um, any trouble areas that they might have. And then as they talk to the education consultant, they can help them to strengthen those weak areas to better equip the child. We also have a tutor network. That's something that Elaine Stith is heading up. And that's mainly for the family that is struggling. And maybe it's a topic, maybe it's a a subject that they're struggling with and uh, helping their child learn. We offer this tutor network so that the child can connect with the tutor that can strengthen them, help them understand maybe it's math, maybe it's English, to equip that child so they can continue homeschooling where they are rather than have to think about moving to a traditional school option. We also have Trudy and Kathy that are helping with uh, learning development, where they draw alongside those families that are struggling. Maybe a child just not learning like they had hoped or expected. So a lot of times uh, Trudy comes in and she's able to identify the needs of the child and equip the parents with strategies to help that child to succeed and learn. And when uh, necessary, she can offer uh, therapy as well for that child. Kathy is mainly helping our families here on the school campus, assessing those children. And then she's actually giving therapy. You can contact us directly through the MK Care website. We have an email that um, we all uh, focus on and feel free to write us with any questions or concerns you might have for your child. And we can direct you to the right person, to the right resource to take care of those needs. Man, that's so fantastic. And, you know, when we talk about MK care, I mean, it goes hand in hand with education. You know, when we're working with a family on transitions and, you know, education concerns and challenges come up, And as you're working with families on education, I'm sure MK care transition concerns come up. So it's really important that we work really closely and and just be able to help our families together. John, can you give some examples of just what it looked like for a family reaching out to you? What would that look like for a family? Uh, What are some of the things that they'll be asking? Sure. Some of the things they ask is, okay, is there a, a better homeschool curriculum? that we could use to help uh, teach our child. And Jennifer just 
connects with that, that family and helps them understand that the wide variety of uh, curricula that's out there. And then she helps them identify that one curriculum that will help that child to excel and learn. We also have Heather that's involved in helping um, the smaller children if they're struggling. She's just been a huge blessing and help to families. And then last of all, I, I think the most exciting example how we've helped is uh, Trudy helped a family whose uh, children were really struggling with their education. And she was able to help identify the needs that those children have. And now those children are doing quite well in their schooling and, and progressing. She's even helped uh, an adult that was down in Paraguay who was really struggling with uh, learning the language. And he was at the point of wanting to just give up. He wasn't getting the language. It was a real struggle. I think out of desperation, he contacted Trudy and wondering if she could be of any help to him. And uh, initially she was connecting with him online and giving him ideas and, and talking to him. And then she actually went to visit him. And then she did a complete assessment and helped him with some therapy. And he gained confidence through this connection with Trudy so that uh, by the end of his home assignment, he was just really encouraged and ready to go back to Paraguay, equipped with these different strategies and different techniques to best learn the language with his learning styles and with his capabilities. And so that was real exciting. We kept that one family on the field through that interaction that uh, Trudy had. Yeah, that's so powerful. And uh, so exciting that uh, you guys are able to offer that and that you're there for our families in that way. I just wanted to also mention that the MK Care website that we have with the MK Care program for our registered families has a whole tab dedicated to the ERC. And there's things like those classes that you were talking about there at the training center. We have those available on our website now as a learning platform where they can go back 10 years down the line when their kids are, or even 15 years down the line when their kids are now teenagers and looking at that high school transition into college and they want to remember what those classes were talking about, they can now go back and rewatch those and engage with that content on our website. And you guys maintain information on scholarships for MKs, what's available in colleges in the US as far as scholarships and you have curriculums up there with reviews on different curriculums. And for those that aren't able to get to the physical ERC building and see all those curriculums and thumb through them, you have reviews of them on the website uh, and just many resources from learning education and differences. And so we're just grateful to partner in that way that you guys are able to connect with our families through the website. That's right, Pete. And I think one of the things we try to do that may be overlooked and or not uh, not seen right away, but we try to keep all those documents up to date so that families can best be prepared for whatever situation they're facing. Well, John, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today and telling us a little bit more about what your team does. And for Pete and I and for our team, we are super grateful for all the things that you do for our missionaries and our missionary kids. 
I know our whole mission is grateful too. And they, they might be grateful in, in ways they don't even understand. They might not know all the things that you guys have done and are doing. But after they listen to this, they'll have a better idea. So thank you, John. And we just want to make sure that our everybody listening in on the podcast has a chance to pray for you too. And we'd like to hear what are some specific things that we could be praying for for your team and maybe some needs that your team has. Can you comment on that, John? Sure. We'd really appreciate your prayers that we would continue in our roles of providing information, resources, and different activities to our families with excellence. We want to do the best that we can do to best equip each of our families so they are successful overseas, no matter where they may be, so that they can be there for the long term and continue in ministry. We'd appreciate your prayers, too, for finding additional uh, teammates. We're kind of shorthanded. Someone with an education background that has taught overseas and is back here in the States for one reason or another, we could really use someone with that background. And then last of all, you can just pray that we will be better connected with our education consultants overseas. And so that we can connect with them regularly, equip them, understand their needs, and give them the resources they need to, to best help their families that they're working with. We appreciate that, John, and we'll be praying for you, and we'll encourage others to be doing so. Maybe one little commercial we could put in here, too, is when we met last week at our MK Summit, we noted that all of our schools overseas need personnel. They need teachers. And if those that are listening could help us advertise this need and get potential teachers in, in touch with our department, you could do it through John or you could do it through our Connection Center in Sanford. But we would love to hear from you if you know of other teachers that, that could come and serve overseas and help our missionary families. Amen, Steve. There is a huge need, and uh, especially our school in Mexico and Brazil, really need teachers right now. They are, um, the school in Mexico has lost quite a few full-time uh, teachers down there. And um, our school in, in Brazil is very shorthanded. Yeah, if you know of anyone, you can direct them to us and we can make sure they connect with the right people. But yes, please pray for more school teachers. Thank you, John. All right. Well, hey, we just want to thank the ERC for joining us on today's episode of Basecamp, and we want to thank you for joining us as well. We hope that today's interview has been a help to you. If you want to comment on today's podcast, or if you have questions, or if you need info of what our team can offer, or if you just want to say hello, buenos dias, bonjour, guten tag, avinan true, or hey, John, how do you say it in Portuguese? Bon dia. Bon dia. You can always connect with us at mkcare at ntm.org. I wanted to highlight some upcoming workshops. Our new workshops are going to start this month. Towards the end of this month, you'll be able to, to see those. To start it off, we have a three-part series with Tim Sanford, the author of I Have to Be Perfect, which is one of our favorite books to offer out to MKs. And he's doing a three-part. The first two will be uh, one on perfectionism. And then the other will be on anxiety as it relates to perfectionism. And then we're going to have a third one in August, third part, which will be a live Q&A session with Tim Sanford that you can be a part of and ask questions based on those. So definitely want to look up and keep an eye on those. 
We also have a Facebook page and Instagram with the handle of Ethnos360MKCare. And we have a website, mkcare.ethnos360.org, with all the resources, and you're able to register your family as an Ethnos360 MK or family. Our MK Care program is registration and opt-in based. So parents, you'll want to make sure to get your kids registered. And for MKs 13 and older, you can also have your own access to the website with parent permission. And we're just so excited to be able to offer these. And thanks for joining in. Until next time, this is Pete and Steve and John. And we'll see you alongside on the journey.